Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney here, the host of How They Love Mary. And on today's episode, we talk a little bit about the rosary. Not only can you pray the rosary, but you can wear the rosary on your socks from Sock Religious. Get your pair from Sock Religious today and support the podcast. Link is in the show notes. Now on with today's show. Hello, I'm Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. We often will talk about the rosary because this is one of the most supreme expressions of Marian devotion. When we associate devotion to Mary, often we think of the rosary. In my own life, in my own writing, I've reflected on the rosary in a number of different ways. A while back, I wrote an article for Homiletic and Pastoral Review in which I prayed the rosary or gave meditations for each mystery, kind of looking at priestly ministry and how we could use our ministry to inform our prayer through the mysteries. For example, as a priest, I baptize individuals, and so I thought, well, maybe I can pray for those who I baptize in the first luminous mystery. Or as I witness marriages, I can pray for all the couples whose marriages I've witnessed over the last several years as I pray the wedding feast at Cana. So it became a way for me to pray uh, intentionally as part of my ministry. Again, like the, the descent of the Holy Spirit, I would pray for my confirmation students at the present time. So that was what I would do, especially when I wanted to incorporate personal intentions into praying the rosary mysteries. Listeners will also know that I wrote a book called A Rosary Litany, and this is a a form of praying the rosary that I modified or adapted from St. Louis de Montfort. Today, we're going to be speaking with Kate Winters, who is the founder of Motherhood Through the Mystery. So just by that very name, you can kind of infer that they look at their rosary mysteries through the lens of motherhood. This is something I love talking about. How can we pray the rosary in our state of life? Uh, She is the founder of Motherhood Through the Mysteries. She's a writer, a blogger, an aspiring author from Massachusetts. Uh, She is also a wife and a mother of three children, living in a small town life and finding God in the midst of everyday moments. Her writing covers all things motherhood, womanhood, and faith through relatable and inspiring short stories filled with humor and heart. You can read more from Kate by visiting her blog, prayersoverthekitchensink.com, and follow her on Instagram at prayersoverthekitchensink. So welcome, Kate, to How They Love Mary. I'm so excited to speak to you about your own devotion to the rosary. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on. Um, I own your book, so I was very excited to um, you know, be invited to speak with you today. Yeah, so actually that was one of the things you told me uh, very early on in our little message exchange back and forth was that when you started praying the rosary uh, on Instagram or on an app or whatever the case might have been, someone gifted you a copy of a rosary litany. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just interested maybe in what were your impressions of a rosary litany and the method being introduced there? 
So yeah, it was actually um, early on when I started praying the rosary daily through our Instagram at motherhood through the mysteries. Um, that's kind of how we started out just building community and um, someone that would pray with us every day and actually ended up writing for us. Um, she sent me a copy of the book. And the thing that I thought was like, how easy that it made it to stay on task um, and to stay and to remember like what we're supposed to be meditating on. Um, just those little incantations, invocations, like bring you back to what you're supposed to be focused on during your prayer. So that's what I was, was my initial reaction that it was so easy. Yeah, definitely. It, it's meant to kind of just focus our attention on the rosary mystery. And that's what St. Louis de Montfort, he actually called it the shorter method of praying the rosary to curb distraction and enhance our imagination. That's his exact words, I think, or maybe even a paraphrase if I didn't get it exactly right. But but yeah, it draws us back. And so if you're unfamiliar with the rosary litany, essentially it's inserting a phrase after the name of Jesus in the Hail Mary prayer. So if you're praying the Glorious mysteries, thy womb Jesus risen from the dead, thy womb Jesus ascended into heaven, thy womb Jesus sending us the Holy Spirit. These are just a few of the phrases that one could use as they pray it, and a rosary litany is available from our Sunday visitor. If you want to learn more about the method, it is available uh, through them or, of course, wherever you buy your Catholic books. Now, I want to speak to you about your little apostolate. I found it, and it's interesting. I actually don't know how I started following you on Instagram. It was either because someone posted about you in their Instagram stories or tagged you in something, and so I clicked on it and clicked follow, or it could have been just suggested people to follow. That's where I think it might have been. Of course, mm -hmm. being a Marian theologian, I get a lot of uh, encouragement to follow Marian things and, and topics. Mm -hmm. And so somehow I followed you, followed your page. I see your content now, and I've been very impressed by it. But could you just maybe introduce us to what Motherhood Through the Mysteries in, is and what you hope to accomplish with it? Sure, sure. So Motherhood Through the Mysteries, um, basically what it is, is a creative community of Catholic women, and we connect the mysteries of the rosary to daily life through our storytelling. So the stories are inspired by the fruit of the mystery. This is also St. Louis de Montfort um, from The Secret of the Rosary. And um, these are the virtues that we pray for each day in our daily rosary devotions. And basically our stories are, they exemplify like how God uses these experiences of motherhood to grow women in these various ways. And um, it's a way for, to tell, you know, women's often untold stories and the often hidden wisdom and the simple moments and ordinary days um, of mothers of all kinds. So we have everyone that writes for us is very diverse group of people. Not everyone is, um, you know, a professional writer. We even had an, an anonymous submission. So it's telling um, women's stories through the lens of the rosary and just showing what a rich experience spiritually that the vocation of motherhood can be. How many women would you say you have as part of this community coming together to reflect and pray the rosary? So it's 
As far as just people collaborating with us, um, there's 20, you know, 20 mysteries. So 20 stories each. Um, like we basically try to make a whole rosary's worth of stories. So right now we have a lot of women involved. We had um, 20 people involved in the first one plus an editor. And now we're coming out with our second round of stories. So the first one, the first glorious mystery just came out this week. Um, so it's more people, you know, really every day. And um, as far as our community online, on Instagram and Facebook, that just grows more and more every day as well. So the more things we do, um, we're hoping that our community can just grow and our stories can reach more people. So, of course, you have an Instagram page where you talk about the rosary, where you make posts, have little videos, things like that. You also have a website then, motherhoodthroughthemysteries.com, which is mm -hmm. where you post some of the reflections, and or where you do post the reflections, I should say. And, and that's where you can kind of reflect on these, on these mysteries. And, you know, this is a great tool for mothers. I think it equips them to say, well, how can I look at the rosary through my own motherhood? Or what is this rosary mystery bringing out from my own motherhood? And so well, what are some ways that you've found that the rosary really exemplifies your motherhood or enhances it? So for me, it started out, it all started with my daily rosary devotion. So for me, when I started praying the rosary, um, I just noticed that it became like an anchor in my day. It kind of like got me off on the right foot and gave me the grace and support that I needed to get through my day as a mother. And I just felt better overall. And so I committed to pray the rosary every day for a year. And as I did that, of course, life being as it is, has it had its ups and downs. And I started to realize like that these mysteries um, that seemed so hard to focus on at first, when I first started praying, how actually like relatable that they were and how relatable um, Mary had become to me, even though she's who she is and um, perfect and who God created her to be, we have Jesus and Mary and us, we go through all these human experiences because we all do have that humanity. So it really started to make the rosary come to life for me. And um, I would just, I started really slow, just prayed like five decades a day. And I would notice um, just different things come up throughout my day that would bring me back um, to the things that I was meditating on that morning and my rosary devotion. And that's how, you know, I just started to develop those virtues that we pray for more. Um, and it just really helped me grow spiritually very quickly. And so when I saw how much it impacted my life, I wanted to share that with um, other people. So you talked about wanting to grow in these virtues. You prayed for it. You noticed it. And so isn't it interesting that as we begin to pray, you know, and this is really what Jesus says. He says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. And so here you are. You're praying the rosary. You're praying these mysteries. And you're asking, well, I wish to have an increase of faith. I wish to have an increase of hope. I wish to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Whatever these intentions or the fruits of the mysteries are that you're praying for, and then you begin to realize it. 
I think for people, and I can speak to this myself, and I, I often tell people this, that in my life, I notice a complete difference. When I pray the rosary early in the morning, I notice my day is completely different than if I maybe delay it till the afternoon. And so there's grace that we receive as we pray the rosary. And these graces, you know, they're invisible, but we're aware of them because we can sense them. They're tangible to us. And and really, that's what you're saying that you experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, I definitely felt the same way. I If I don't get my rosary, like if I'm feeling you know, iffy in the middle of my day, I think to myself, did I get my rosary in today? And usually if I'm in a bad mood, I have not. And um, I think a lot of that just has to do with Mary being such a powerful intercessor and, um, you know, Jesus hearing her, our prayers through her. Um, I think that's a huge reason why it advances you so quickly is just all the grace involved there. For sure. And and you see this then in the community that you have surrounded yourself with, because people are sharing the fruit of their own reflection then. And not only do they share in the written word, but I, I notice that you also have like a, a podcast. Uh, there's mm-hmm. about 20 episodes, it looks like. And, uh, and it goes through these different mysteries as well, offering reflection. So is the podcast just the audible version of these reflections or what, what does the podcast hope to accomplish? Yeah. So, um, you know, my process personally is slow. Like even as a writer, I'm just like, a, I take time to reflect and digest on things. And so when I got this idea, when I was inspired for this idea for motherhood through the mysteries, it just, it took a lot of praying over it and planning and time and a podcast was not even in like my wheelhouse at that point. Um, so once we actually got the first round of stories out, I was thinking to myself, well, if I had, you know, if I wanted to bring this to a different medium, like we already have, like you said, all these episodes. And I also wanted to offer moms and busy people a way to like fit the rosary into their life easily. So the podcast starts out with just 15 to 20 minute reflections, um, just praying through all the mysteries of the rosary. And then um, from there, it's just the audible version of the first round of stories, which are completely different. It's just like a completely different experience to hear it um, rather than reading it, um, especially because a few of our writers actually came on and they were um, telling their own stories. So they came to narrate it themselves and that really uh, brought it to just a different level and a different dimension. Um, So now that, you know, we kind of got the hang of the podcast, we're almost done. We just got through the Sorrowful Mysteries. So we have the Luminous Mysteries to get through. And also we have like a couple episodes here and there in between just um, little short stories, um, like motherhood moments with me just um, talking. And then we might have a couple people on to interview and just talk to them about the process of being involved. And then hopefully we can, um, you know, just get more people involved for the next round of stories. So hopefully now that we kind of have, we're in the groove of like, submissions and publishing and putting out the podcast we're hoping to do it quicker next time but 
um, we're pretty much almost done with the first season, I would say. Sure. And what's one of the things you hope people take away or get out of this project as, as women are coming together to share the fruit of their prayer and reflection on the rosary? Well, what I think I would like people to get out of it most is to turn to the rosary for their daily needs and also just to see it as something approachable. Because I feel like if people that don't have the rosary as part of their routine, like when I first started to pray it, it seemed long and arduous and I didn't feel like I could, you know, relate as much to the situations that um, we were reflecting on. But when you look at it through the fruit of the mystery, you can see just how relatable and useful that it is. And it kind of um, just brings Mary to a level that she that you can see eye to eye as a human woman and being with her. Um, but also ask for her help as a mother to like mother us as we try to mother our children and just walk our paths of faith and say our yes to God like she did. Um, so that's really what I want people to get out of it is, you know, if you want to be a good mother, get your mothering, um, go to the rosary and let that help you through your day. What's something that inspires you about the person of Mary? I think the most inspiring thing about her is that she's multifaceted. She's complex. You know, people just, I feel like people look at um, her iconography and they see just, she's so serene. She's so perfect and untouchable. But her, the reality of Mary is that she's also a warrior. She's very powerful. She's been through things. She's walked hard roads. And, um, you know, as Serena, she looks, you know, in the face of her iconography, most of the time she's standing on the serpent and crushing him under her foot. And I just think that represents women very well. For sure. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned in your biography is your own personal website and blog and and your own Instagram page, which is Prayers Over the Kitchen Sink. And so Mm -hmm. tell us more about that. Of course, you know, you're you're a mother, you're busy, you're trying to incorporate prayer into your daily life. And so quite comically, you put out there, prayers over the kitchen sink. What are some ways or what are some of the prayers that you've prayed over the kitchen sink? Yeah, so that's basically um, where my writing publicly journey started when I became a stay-at-home mom. And we lived in this really, really small, like janky house. It was just two-bedroom house. and But that's where I really started to come back to my Catholic faith because I'm, I'm a revert. So and, um, you know, learn more about my faith and leaned into this life as like being married and stay at home mother and um, a homemaker. And so I would just catch myself praying and meditating and, you know, kind of looking out the window and doing and as I worked and I didn't realize at the time that it was actually like a spiritual practice that I was doing. Um, But once I did, I found that to be pretty inspiring and it's just kind of like a nod to like the sacred that you can find in the everyday and like how God will meet you where you are, even over the kitchen sink. And it's also like, as you said, a humorous thing, because sometimes you're just 
praying, like, get me through the day <laughs> as a mother. So, yeah, it's interesting that for me, where I live in my parish rectory, right outside the kitchen sink, I look out and I see a little rock pile with a statue of the Blessed Mother. So I always have this perpetual reminder as I'm looking out the kitchen window at the kitchen sink, you know, to pray a Hail Mary. And I'm told that the pastor who was here for a very long time, uh, that he loved that statue and he loved just, you know, saying a Hail Mary as he was outside, you know, as he was inside looking out at that statue. So anyways, yeah, it is it is a place that you can yeah. ponder and pray. And of course, too, you know, you think that the, well, what what is the kitchen sink? What function does it serve? Well, one of its functions is for us to wash our dishes sometimes. And so that moves us in a sense to gratitude for the gifts that we've received, for the yeah. food that we ate and, and mm -hmm. that God has provided for us. And so, so even the very function of the sink can be a way in which we uh, are, give thanks to God or, you know, water comes out and what is water? Well, it nourishes us. It refreshes us. It's a, in a sense, a reminder of our baptism when we are claimed by water. So, so there's some deep, rich symbolism even that you could draw out just from the kitchen sink. Yeah, I'm, I believe that. Like, that's pretty much how I am. There's always like a deeper symbolism <laughs> that I tend to find. Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really what inspired it was just, like, as you said, just um, also, you know, it's a nod to being um, sanctifying, you know, motherhood and our vocations in general they're all pretty sanctifying. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's finding God in the ordinary of our daily lives and allowing yeah. that to make us holy mm -hmm. as we respond to that vocation. You mentioned that you came back to the faith. So, mm -hmm. um, so there, that means that there was a time where maybe you weren't regularly practicing, maybe not regularly praying or going to mass or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what was it that brought you back to regular practice of faith? Yeah, so I did. I had some time away from the faith um, as a young adult. So, well, teenager first and then young adult. And um, But I did, when I was a teenager, have a daughter. Um, so we were, you know, we ended up leaving and finding a better situation for ourselves. And she was actually the turning point. And, you know, God brought me right back to him directly through her. So um, it was raising her and how I grew up as a cradle Catholic. I knew that even when I wasn't necessarily practicing, I knew the church was there to help me to guide and raise my children. And so a lot of the decisions I was making for her future had me rethinking my own. Um, and I kind of like dabbled in non-denominational church for a while, but, you know, there's nothing like being Catholic. So I had to come back and it was really through her and um, then wanting to get married. One of the things that Fulton Sheen says is that Mary really gains converts. And so, so when we need to experience a conversion in our own life, well, sometimes that comes about by Mary's prayers or it comes about by Mary's example, or we mm -hmm. see in Mary how she lived. And so we say, well, now I can do better. I should strive to this ideal that she offers to me. So, so really you see that and now you're living this and responding uh, to your own call 
and uh, living your life really an imitation in a sense of the Blessed Virgin Mary and you're pondering the life of Jesus just as Mary did and you're sharing Jesus with others through your apostolate of motherhood through the mystery. So there's lots going on uh, as you live out this vocation that God has given yeah. to you. And and that's that's the other thing too. Like I'm, you know, obviously I'm just a human. Everyone has a past like and I think for as a convert and a woman, you know, like Jesus is a man. So it seemed it was more digestible to me that he would not be like me. Um, but Mary as a woman was intimidating at first. I was like, okay, well, how can I approach her? I don't measure up. Um, but in, when I started leaning into her aid, I found out that she's not there to be a contrast. She's there as a gift um, to help us, like you said, to grow in imitation and likeness of her and even someone, you know, that's imperfect. None of us are, are perfect. So uh, I think it's good just to be open about the things that we've been through in life because it just glorifies God more um, to show how far that we've come. Well, the rosary is a beautiful way for us to implore the intercession of Mary, the mother of God, no matter what state of life we're in, whether we're married or priest or religious, that uh, the rosary is a way in which we do sanctify the day and uh, can reflect on the life of Jesus. One of the things that's always struck me about St. Louis de Montfort is he said that if you don't pray the rosary, when would you reflect on the life of Jesus? So it gives us that moment to consider the gospel mysteries and such. So, so you're doing that. You're helping people to do that, especially through motherhood, through the mysteries. How can people learn more? How can they follow this movement uh, as it continues to grow in the weeks, months, and years ahead? So, yeah, I think um, the first place to start would be our website, motherhoodthroughthemysteries.com, so you can read, you know, our full mission statement. Um, our whole first round of stories is there. You can find the links to our podcast there. You can also find the podcast anywhere you listen. You can subscribe. Um, it's under Motherhood Through the Mysteries podcast. And um, also to donate. So we're hoping to have a fundraiser soon to just try and get up. Our ultimate goal with Motherhood Through the Mysteries is to become a nonprofit eventually. So right now we're just kind of a project and we're like grassroots just coming together, just moms collaborating and being creative. Um, but eventually that's what we want to do. Um, so that's really where to start motherhood through the Go check out the podcast. Anytime you like and share or follow us on Instagram, um, all of that helps. If you share stories with your friends, all that helps reach more people and more hearts for Jesus. Well, that's great. And, you know, there are lots of other little ministries, apostolates that began in a very similar way. We can think of Catholic Mom. I remember when Catholic Mom was just starting out, and now it's such a huge uh, umbrella. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, or Blessed is She. And so I really believe that Motherhood in the Mysteries will be right up there uh, because... 
Uh, when you introduce Mary and the rosary to mothers and they begin praying, it's powerful as they pray for their children and for their families. So thanks so much for the good work that you're doing, for how you inspire so many other women and how you've inspired me as a priest. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for all you do as well. Today, you've been listening to How They Love Mary. I invite you to follow me, Father Edward Looney, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts so that others might might find it. And if you don't mind, maybe share it as well on social media. Until next time, let's remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless. Mm-hmm.